Welcome to Inner Guidance Daily, a place where you can have daily inspiration, meditations, and conversations to help you connect to your own inner guidance. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Lauren Lee. I'm a meditation guide and the founder of Inner Rebel Company. I'm helping you connect to your own inner guidance. Come check out the show. How we are connected and then I think we'll go into the dream. Okay. Be fun. <clears throat> okay. That's good. <sighs> okay. Welcome to Inner Guidance Daily. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're doing well. I have a very special guest, a dear friend, Corinne, is joining us on the show today. Welcome, Corinne. Hello. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy. Here. You're here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Me so happy. <laughs> it's awesome. We haven't seen each other for a while. We met. Uh, here in Boise, um, at, we're both guides at a meditation space here called um, Source Meditation Space, right? That's the name. I feel like I yes, it. Source Meditation Space. Space. Right. Yeah. She drew a line in the air. There's a line, <laughs> like a space between the space. Yes, yes. Um, and so that's how we met. But I, I, one of the founders of meditation of the meditation space was uh in one of my classes and after the class I don't think you even know this Corinne but um after one of the classes uh Susan came up to me and was like I really think you should connect with Corinne and I was like okay sounds great Mm -hmm. so I messaged her and I was like let's you know go get coffee and and as an adult it's always strange like reaching out to a stranger and being like hey yeah you want to have a totally (laughs) totally hey we're gonna be friends (laughs) yeah like okay (laughs) So, um, you were so warm and like welcoming and you were like, yeah, sure. Cool. Like, let's, uh, let's grab some coffee. And I remember we were sitting there and, and we, uh, were talking about the Akashic records and, and, uh, I had just read this amazing book and kind of guided myself through it. And then we went down this awesome spiritual Akashic records kind of session. <laughs> Um, but I, from, from my perspective, I think this is just cool for you to know, like, I look at you, like, I remember when all the guides came together, this will be cool for the listeners to know too. When the guides came together, we were all sitting in meditation. So there's how many are there? We're like, what, maybe like 10 or 12 of us there. I think in that circle, I was going to say 12. Yeah. 12 feels right. It was pretty decent sized group of people and everybody is so like grounded and, and very energetic and, and like, uh, tapped in, you know, we're, we're, Mm. we're aware. Um, and during the meditation circle, uh, the first meditation in that space, I remember the lights were flickering and I couldn't help but think that it was like mystical, you know, Mm -hmm. totally. Did you have that feeling? Yeah. And it's, it's happened so many times since then, like, yes, and I think somebody was like, oh, yeah, like, it's just the building because it's old, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, yeah, <laughs> like, it's not because so. the building is old. It's because there's so much power in here. Yes. <laughs> so much energy. So when I came, I came a little bit late, of course, because I'm always like trying to get myself away from my daughter. <laughs> and I like came in and the space was quiet and everybody's around each other and sitting in this meditation. I literally felt like we were all, <laughs> this is going to be funny. I felt like we were like uh, superheroes, like <laughs> on another planet, like Starseeds, <laughs> you know, like yeah, all coming together and uh, you know initiating this 
this conference, you know, it was, I don't know. It was a very magical time. Did you feel like that at all? Yeah. Sor it was really, it's actually really interesting because source was a meditation space next door to a yoga studio that I also was teaching at and had been a part of for a long time. Since then the yoga studio has closed, but source is still open. And it's kind of like in that moment, there was this like shift of energy from like, not, I don't want to say yoga completely, but there was definitely this feeling of shift from like external practices to internal practices. And it was literally like right next door, Whoa, you know, yeah. and it just felt like this sort of like mirror of like most of a lot of our journeys or a lot of journeys that I hear from people where it's like, I find an external practice, whether it's, you know, outside hiking, fitness, yoga, whatever. And then slowly, but surely you spiral inwards and you're like, oh, it's all in here. Like, <laughs> and that's kind of what it felt like, like the, being in source that first time with all of us, it was like, oh yeah, this is how the, this is how it's progressing. Like, this is how it's changing. And it's just continued and source is still open, you know, Sage yeah. didn't make it, but somehow source is managing. So it's like, the inner guidance. Like it's, that's the way it's going. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, that makes so much sense. I, um, I, so this is what I was about to say before I talked about being star seeds coming from another planet, initiating a conversation. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> also accurate. Um, is so when I met you and, and also just at the space, I kind of look at you like, and it, it makes me feel like when I'm around you, like you're like, um, a wise older sister, you know, like, I don't, mm. I don't know age wise, but that's the way it feels like I, I feel like I could reach out to you and be like, I'm having this very mystical, strange experience. Help. What do I do now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and that's true. I actually text her Aww. like when I'm guiding, sometimes I have outer body experiences <laughs> and you were that's like, true. She so does. chill, you know, you were like, well, explore that. And I was like, right. <laughs> Just go there. Just go yeah. there. <laughs> right. What else would I be doing? Um, so, yeah. So I'm so happy you're here and you can share some of the wisdom that, you know, you're able to share with me just through a friendship and through knowing you through source with, with all these listeners. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, um, making new friends or connections as an adult is weird and hard. And I don't feel like it should be. I know, you know, it's kind of like that preconditioning of like, oh, you know, we're all in an episode of friends or how I met your mother. And like, you've had your same friends forever and ever. And why would you need new friends? And it's like, right. not like that, like right. <laughs> you change. And then therefore people in your circle change and you have to reach out and you have to make those connections and you have to practice that vulnerability. So I'm really grateful that you did. And I remember my memory from that first time we had coffee, I was like walking back to my house, um, and like, we were texting, we were like, oh my God, yay, new friends. Like so yeah. excited and like, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. And I remember both of us being like, oh my God, it's 11, 11 right now. Yeah, it so is 11, 11 right now. It's such a sign. Da, 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 da. <laughs> totally. Totally. I mean, it's awesome when you meet somebody too, that you just can do that stuff with, you know, you're, you're not mm -hmm. like, um, you're both on the same page. So yeah, the feelings are mutual. What I love so much about <clears throat> like you in general is like you are fully just open to the spiritual and mystical experiences of life and I thought maybe you could share a little bit with the listeners about 
your journey through Akashic Records. Like, what is that? Um, what do those journeys look like one-on-one? I've had one with you. It was very cool. I think about it almost daily sometimes. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, like, how did you arrive to be here doing these readings and channeling? What, what happened? Um, well, it kind of all started with, I mean, really, I, I, I offer a lot of gratitude to the practice of yoga because that was kind of my like doorway in to myself and realizing the, you know, just who I am. And, and I mean, I'm still realizing every day more and more, of course, but like, yeah, it started with yoga and then kind of progressed, you know, through that path, like just having those experiences that you have in, you know, really good yoga classes where you're like mind blown, like yeah, body blown, expanded, conscious, like I am the one and the one is me. And, <laughs> you know, that feeling that you get and you're like, Mm -hmm. Whoa. Right. And then you get attached to that feeling. You're like, I want more of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so then that just like puts you, you know, that, that put me on the path, um, to sort of spirituality and, um, spirituality is a bigger, a bigger entity than just kind of the Christianity I was raised with. Not that I, I didn't have a negative Christian experience, but it definitely felt very like small and boxed in. And so, having this realization of like an all encompassing sort of like spirit, you know, or divine or universe or source or whatever you want to call it. Like once I kind of had that like moment of like, Oh, like that's what they're talking about when they say God, like, this is the, this is the feeling I'm like spiraling with my finger right now. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is the feeling. Yeah. Um, and then it was just, I, you know, I wanted to explore that. I was curious about that. So From there, it went to um, yoga teacher training, like a 200-hour teacher training. And with that, because I don't do anything small, I did that abroad in Thailand and continued to travel through Southeast Asia and met some really interesting, like super woo-woo, awesome, crazy spiritual type people who took me on these other like meditation journeys. And I was like, oh my gosh, the world, like there's so much more than this, like planet earth world that I've been living on, you know, there's all these dimensions and this energy and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. So that kind of opened my eyes to it even more. And then I sort of like we do kind of just like put all of that to one side and was like, "Mm, that's too weird for the world. I'm Mm going to stick with like these couple of practices that I know everybody already Mm -hmm. accepts. Mm -hmm. Um, and so did that for a while. And then it was like, you know, how your, your soul, your spirit, whatever is just like, keeps like throwing things at you, like little pebbles <laughs> or little stones. And it's yeah. like, Hey, do you want to pay attention? Yeah. Do you want to pay attention? Yeah. Do you want to pay attention? It just keeps doing it until finally you're like, okay, like I got it. you know, the flat tires and da, 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 and all these horrible things. And you're like, okay, I'm paying attention. I'm awake. Right. I'm listening. What's right. going on? Ah, <sighs> and so that's when I started doing journeys to where I just got back from Teotihuacan in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, which is a, you know, sacred pyramid site. It's be, it's way more than that, but it's sort of a energetic place of light where you can connect to that source light energy, like really easily. And, and I found that connection to be really easy. And I was like, Oh, again, this is it, you know, this is the bigger thing. And so 
Yeah, I've been on four journeys there now. So each one is, I just got back from one. <laughs> each one is, um, you know, kind of peels off another layer. And so between those journeys and then um, starting to kind of look into how to connect to that light or how to connect to that consciousness from home, you know, like, okay, well, I don't have to go somewhere. Right. Cause that's kind of where I, I was living was like, if I want to have a big spiritual experience, or if I want to, you know, take off another layer, or if I want to ex- find something then I have to go somewhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to go have, you know, I have to step out of my life and I have to go somewhere and like do something big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but what if I don't like, <laughs> what if, what if it's all here? And so I listened to, I was listening to a podcast because that's the way we all find things nowadays, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like that's all the new information comes via social media or podcasts. Yep. Um, So I was listening to a podcast and the person on the podcast um, was talking about multidimensionality, like being multidimensional. And I was like, "Uh that's, yeah, that's the thing. And so then I just started searching on that and like kind of rabbit holing on multidimensionality, like, what does it mean? Da, 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 da. And then, you know, oh, exploring star seeds. I was like, oh, I think someone told me I was a star seed once. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I forgot about that. You know, oh yeah. Indigo child. I heard that before. What does that mean? And I just kind of kept going. And eventually it took me to another podcast, um, about the Akashic records. And I was like, yes. You know, when you just wow. have that like feeling mm-hmm. where you're like, yep, this is it. It's like the same way I felt when I first did yoga. I was like, yes. Right. And so I bought the book that was recommended from that podcast, which was uh, Dr. Linda Howe's How to Read the Akashic Records. And I read the book in like an hour and I opened the records for the first time. And that was when I realized that in some of my meditations in Thailand, we had actually accessed the Akashic records, not knowing that that's what I had accessed. Wow. Cause when I got in there, I was like, I've totally been here before. I've seen wow. all of this before, like a lot of the same imagery. It was very familiar. It was very comfortable, very like, like welcome home oh, kind of feeling, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I just started doing that. Um, so the Akashic records for those who maybe don't know, um, they are the records of your soul, which is a, sounds really small, but it's kind of like a big giant library and every soul has, or every, everything, every, every energy form has a record or has records and it's everything your soul has experienced. So when I open the records just for myself, it's my records and it's everything my soul has experienced. So you know, in that space, you come into contact with maybe past lives, or you come into contact with, um, soul purpose or soul agreements or soul contracts and things like that. Um, you know, it's where I go to, when I do power animal retrievals for people, I use the records to help with that. Like it's, it's said that all answers to all questions can be found in the Akashic records. And I believe that to be true as long as the question is in service to your highest good, because mm. sometimes you just want to know something for your own, like, yeah. you know, little human ego mind self yeah. and the records are like, nah, like that's not going to serve you. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So it's been, um, I opened the records for the first time, October of last year. So October of 2019. 
Wow. Um, and I've been doing readings and it's expanded from there. You know, I, I can open the record specifically, but now it's also like, I can just access, I don't know. It's like the Claire audience mm-hmm. ability. Like it's just always on. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have to actively be like, no, thank you. Like, I don't want to hear any information today or, yeah. you know, or if I really want to like tune in, I have to be like, all right, like clear the noise. Like what's yeah. important for me to hear right now. Um, yeah. And I definitely feel like having a sort of, um, method for accessing the records to begin with really helped me to develop that trust within what was coming through and what I was hearing and feeling and seeing and and so on, um, to be able to be open now to receive information from all kinds of other places and channels and beings and whatnot. Yeah, man. I, I feel like so many people will relate to this because it is a, a journey truly. Right. I feel like sometimes we just mm-hmm. expect things to happen and it's overnight and, but truly you just took us on the journey of where you've been able to arrive today, which is so cool. <laughs> um, and I feel like a lot of people may be curious about your trip to Mexico because you did it literally right now where a lot of people yeah. are concerned and travel and you know mm-hmm. there's this um a lot of fear around that and also going to other countries so I'm wondering if you can just tell us a little bit like give us a little peek into what even that journey looks like you said you were peeling layers every time you were able to visit um what does that look like like what are you are mm-hmm. you are you taking like herbal medicines are you just chanting and meditating or is there a guide like just give us a little window yeah so <clears throat> Uh, Teotihuacan is a sacred site of um, the Toltecs and the Toltecs are like the lineage of Don Miguel Ruiz, the four agreements. So if you're familiar with that, then it's in that mindset or in that philosophy, you know, of like, don't take anything personal, be impeccable with your word, always do your best, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So it's in that realm of like, you are the you are responsible for your life. Like you are responsible for creating your life. And if you don't like something, then it's your, in your power to change it or it's your fault, basically. Like you are responsible. Um, and so anytime I go on these journeys, we kind of go through, and this, this one was very different because again, the world is very different right now (laughs) than the last few that I did. Right. Um, you know, so the journeys are different every time, but they have a similar framework to them as far as like, um, you know, setting sort of an intention or, or what are you here to release or what are you here to know and, or what is your question or, you know, like kind of like an intention. Um, and my intention for this particular journey was to be get really comfortable in the, I don't know, which Mm. I think this whole year, of course, has been like, I don't know. (laughs) So, and even going on this trip, it was like my, my teacher Lee, who is the, who guides these trips. Um, he's one of the, one of my teachers and he, um, he kind of just reached out and was like, I want to go, I'm going to go. We're going to do kind of a loose, relaxed, different sort of type of journey than we would normally do. He's like, if anybody feels like they need to go or want to go, I'm going to go. And so 
we were like, I, it just was one of those clear moments of like, you're going to go like, there's no question about it. You're going to go. Right. I was like, Oh, but what about, you know, traveling in the world? And And I was like, Nope, you're going to go. I was like, okay, I'm going to (laughs) go, you know, like you just get the yes. And so, um, yeah, so I knew I was going to go. Um, so it's all very fresh because I literally just got back like three days ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm kind of like still integrating. But yeah, for example, like my first trip to Teotihuacan, which was five years ago, like exactly. I was there five years ago at the same time. Um, the thing that came through for me is that I am connected to everybody and everybody is connected to me and I'm not alone. I very Mm -hmm. much had this, like, I'm alone. I don't need anybody else. I can do it all by myself Mm -hmm. kind of feeling and mentality that I realized was like a protective layer. And so that was the first, one of the first layers I shed there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then my trip after that, the piece was around, um, the layer was around something like, uh, that one. It was something around having expectations. Cause I had all these amazing experiences on my first trip. And so then I went back sure. the second time. I expected to have the same, Sure, you know, cause there's all these energies too. And if you really get into it, there's like a lot of beings and you can get really supernatural into, um, yeah. Teotihuacan. And so being someone who's open to energy and channels, like I connected with all of those energies of Teotihuacan the first time I was there. So when I went back, I just assumed that I would connect to them all again. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, nah, expectations. So no, (laughs) it always happens. Yeah. Always. It's always learning. So that was kind of that second trip. And, um, oh yeah. And I learned to be that was the trip where I learned to empower myself in the word cute because people always told me I was cute. And I was like, screw you. Like, I'm not a little kid. I'm not cute. Like, yeah, it really offended me for a really long time. And my, one of my teachers, Jenny, she told me, she was like, you need to look at that differently. She's like, think about being cute means that there's something about your appearance that people find safe. There's something about your appearance that people find welcoming and warm and comforting. Yeah. Which means people are going to be able to receive from you. Like they're going to be able to receive your love. They're going to be able to receive your, your warmth and service and healing, whatever it is that you have to offer. You know, she's this very, um, she's got that very like intense look. She's got like black hair, dark eyes. Like she's like, you know, and she's the most loving being in the world. Yeah. But, uh, when you look at her, you're like, Ooh, I'm terrified of you. (laughs) So she's like, embrace that, embrace that people will be open to you because of that. And so that was a big, like, Oh, moment for me, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's, a big and I've one. since got to help a few other people through that same journey that they're like, Oh, like, I hate when people call me cute. I'm like, no, no, no. Look at it this way. It's so it changes everything. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And then the, the next journey after that was sort of the, the big realization. Cause that was in 2019. So that was right after I had started opening the records. So it was November of 2019 was my third journey. And that was when I realized that like teachers and gurus and all of that is truly inside of us. Like I really, I had heard that before, like the little like thing that's like, if you spell guru, it spells G U R U. And I was like, okay, yes. Like, right. (laughs) 
I right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard all that before, but it didn't sink in until until this trip in particular. Huh. Um and that was like right right before source opened as well. And you know, the that we have this mandala at source and in the middle of it, instead of it being like a sacred symbol or a guru or a picture, it's a mirror, mm-hmm. which is like you are your own guru, like you or your own teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then since then, like all of these big sort of energies, gurus, et cetera, have started to kind of leave the planet, you know, like Ram Das passed away, which yeah. was a big shift and, and just shifting that energy into like, no, like it's all within us, like trust ourselves. And right. so that was, that was the big, the big revelation of that journey. And then this journey was really interesting because yeah. it was all like, I'm just so happy to be here. And it ended up being all women. So it ended up being this like, super powerful, like heal the feminine thing. Like it was so amazing. And then towards the end of the trip, there were these couple little pieces of like limiting beliefs that popped up that I for sure thought I had dealt with like six years ago or something, you know? And they were like, Oh, Hey, like little waving their, like waving their little hands of like, (laughs) I'm still here a little bit. You can still be triggered in this way. And I was like, ah, crap. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So that's what I took home to integrate and work on. (laughs) So you're still like kind of figuring that all out and putting those pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. I had this really great vision this morning when I was um, in the records, just meditating um, and kind of creating the connection for today. I was, it was great. It was like, if you've, you know, ever seen like a Christmas story where the little kid wears the giant snowsuit and oh, he can't yeah. like put his arms down. Right. Totally. I think it's a yeah. visual that many of us know. Uh-huh. Um, but if you just think a whole body snowsuit and if that snowsuit is filled with all of your like limiting beliefs or all of your samskars or all of, all of the things that are really hard for you to, to face or deal with. Um, and the image I got was that, okay, you've actually done a really good job. Like you've pulled the snowsuit all the way down to your ankles <laughs> Like, so you're clear for the most part, but like your boots are a little bit too big. So you're having a really hard time getting the snowsuit like off your feet. Yeah. So what you need to do is like step out of the suit. And once you can do that, then you will be free of like those beliefs. And so I created this image of myself and I was like, I'm stepping out of the snowsuit. Yeah. So hopefully it worked. That's (laughs) so cool. I think a lot of people can relate to that, you know, of, of of having the suit that we've been wearing and it's heavy and you can't freaking move and you're lost, you know? So I think so many people can relate to that, especially this year because everybody was asked to look at what suit are you wearing? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? How are you living? Do you like it? You know, what, what do you want to change about your life? What a cool thing to do. And also, um, really, uh, like, you know, in the face of everything we've gone through in 2020 to just, to, to still follow that. Yes. You know, it's very brave mm-hmm. and it's very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it really shows like it's, it's you, you're like this wise, <laughs> wise, wise sister. That's how I always see you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, so a lot of things, I have a lot of questions, um, about what you, you said, and I'm wondering if we can kind of bridge some things together because this episode will actually launch on December 21st, which is a, uh, interesting do. do, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Exactly. Uh, it's an interesting day. And I think for many people in the spiritual community, it feels like some people are very aligned. They know what they're doing. They understand the importance. I think some people who aren't, but are curious, you know, are like, wait, I know this is important, but I don't really know why. So I'm wondering if you could just help guide us. Okay. A little bit in terms of Mm. why is tomorrow important? Why is December 21st, 2020 important? And then, or not, right? And then what what would be the best advice you could give to somebody on this day to do or to incorporate into their life? What, yeah, share with us what you think. Yeah, so the first thing that always comes up for me on any of these sort of important days or anything where there's a lot of energy around like a theme or an idea, right? Like you hear about, let me take it a little simpler, Thanksgiving, right? There's all this like drama around Thanksgiving because there's a lot of sort of history around Thanksgiving. But one of the things that comes through on that particular day is there are more people practicing gratitude than usual, right? Like we've been taught like to go around the dinner table, at least in our culture here and like, say what you're grateful for. And like, maybe you don't do that every day. Like I like to be grateful every day, but not everybody has that practice. And I didn't always have that practice. Right. So in that space, there's like more energy in the world of gratitude. So we can tap into that, whether we do anything with it or not, it's there for us. Right. And the same thing goes for, um, any other kind of big day. So tomorrow, first off is the winter solstice. Um, and I've always felt for myself personally, I love the winter solstice because it is the longest night of the year, but that also means that the light is starting to come back. And so for me, it's always been the symbol of like, okay, like we made it through, right? It's as dark as it's going to be for a while. And now it's just going to get lighter. It's just going to get brighter. Like it's going to get warmer eventually, like all of those, you know, so that's always been a big part of it for me. And then, um, you know, so I've always loved to do like solstice yoga classes or rituals, you know, like taking, um, taking a bath and using some like citrus oils or whatever, you know, something that reminds you of light. Um, that's always been something that I've personally loved to incorporate. Um, I love to do the ritual where you take a candle and you like write on the candle with like a paper clip, like your intention for the, the light, like what you're, it can be something you're leaving behind in the darkness. It can be something you're bringing into the light. It can be something that you are, um, creating or wanting to create, right? Like just some kind of an intention that has to do with like leaving the dark behind and moving into the light and then burning the candle on the solstice and maybe even like burning it throughout the, the year until it, until it's gone, you know, and just like letting that, that intention sort of come into, come into the light when you light the candle. Right. So that's a piece that I love to do. Um, this year 
It's like solstice super powered. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like the Super Bowl in the spiritual community. Oh my God. It <laughs> is, right? Like I just I'm having all these flashbacks of last year at the end of 2019 and like mm-hmm. 2020 being this big like 2020, 2, 2, mm-hmm. 11, like 2211, angel numbers. Oh my God. Da, 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 da. It's gonna be amazing. And then it was just like utter crap. Right. Like amazing, but like so challenging, right? right. Like right. It's those moments when you're like, I'm in the cave and I'm in the mud and I can't breathe and it's hot and all I want to do is get out of here. And I know on the other side, I'm going to feel so amazing. Mm-hmm. But like in this moment, I'm so miserable. Like that's what 2020 has been, I think. hundred percent. A lot of us. Yes. Um, so it's just, I'm having like flashbacks, like PTSD to like. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, 2019 is over. 2020 is going to be this beautiful year, blah, blah, blah. And then like it hits and it's just like crap, 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 yeah. crap, 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 crap. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The train literally so, stopped. Yeah. I'm trying not to like have any expectations for this big energy of December 21st. Um, but I will say, like I was talking about, you know, the energy, like the energy of Thanksgiving when everyone is practicing gratitude. There are many people in many different ways. Like what I love about this day is there's a way to tie the power of the day to so many different um, beliefs, so many different um, ideas, intentions, rituals, and so on and so forth. So we've got the solstice, which is pagan. So we have that. Um, You've got... um, so we've got the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn happening, right? It's called the great conjunction. And that happens every 200 years. But this time, apparently the way that it's happening, it's like brighter than it's been in 800 years. And if you look at the last time it was like this, that was when like the story of like Jesus came to be. So it's like also been references like the Christmas star, So when like they saw the Christmas star, when Jesus was born in that story, like it was actually Jupiter and Saturn in conjunction. So we're seeing that again. So you've got the astral, uh, like the astrology of it, or even the astronomy, like the scientific aspect where it's like, this is cool. You know, like scientists are like, this is so cool. This hasn't happened in so long. Right. We're going to be able to see two planets together. And these are like outer planets that we don't normally see. Right. So you've got that. And then you've got like the Christianity thread of like, it's the Christmas star. Mm -hmm. Like it's a very significant piece of Christianity of history, um, mythology, whatever you want to call it. There's that piece. And then you have the fact that we are moving. So these planets, this conjunction is happening in an air sign, Mm -hmm. the sign of Aquarius. Um, and it's been happening. We've been in an earth sign for 200 years, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And so earth, if you look at the last 200 years, it's been all about using earth, like using earth's natural resources. And obviously we've done a lot of that and we've gotten to the point where there's not a lot of earth's natural resources left for us. Like we have explored the earth to the depths that like we need to stop now, you know? Right. Right. And it's, it's a symbol of that because now we're moving into air and air is far more mental. So it's going to be more, um, 
intellect, more information, more technology, um, which will have its, you know, potentially positives and negatives like anything, but that's part of the, where we're, where we're going with like moving into an air sign and we're going to be there for 200 years until we go into water. Um, so that's like, if you look into like earth signs and then you look into air signs and you kind of look into with like the symbology and like what they mean, you're like, Whoa, <laughs> like it's a big shift for humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you've got like the new earth five years who were like, this is it, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this is it. All of the alien beings who have been out there just watching and waiting and talking to us and sending information through like the galactic federation of light, like they're right. finally bringing it all to us. And like now everybody on earth is going to evolve into 5d consciousness. And all of a sudden we're all going to love each other. And yes, that, I would love that to happen. It right. isn't going to happen tomorrow. Right. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's not, it, it's, it is happening. I do truly believe that we're moving in that way. And if you look at even like the Christianity thread of that, it's, if you think about like Christ consciousness in that sense, you have this, like the goodness Mm -hmm. of mankind, right? Like seeing the goodness in each other. And so that, and then the 5g new earthers, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, so you've got all of this energy around possibility. You've got all this energy around light and change. Um, And so whether you do anything with it or not, like it's there, right? You know, you can tap into it. It's not the energy of like, oh my God, I'm afraid I'm going to get sick or, oh my God, I'm afraid to leave my house or like, that's not what a lot of people are going to be playing in tomorrow. Right. You know, tomorrow, a lot of people are going to be playing in all of that stuff that I was talking about. So why not tap into it in your own way, whether that means you meditate or whether that means you journal or you light a candle or, you know, you create a collective like I'm doing and you bring people together to channel or whatever it is, like whatever it is that feels intentional and hopeful, I think Mm -hmm. you can tap into the energy of everyone else, you know, that, that is out there. Um, yeah, I mean, even, even just the scientists who are like, it's just really cool that we're going to be able to see these planets. Like they're still in a better mood than they were like last (laughs) month when it was like, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's joy and there's hope. And it's like, why not just allow yourself to even just feel that because we haven't had a lot of opportunities for that this year. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that down to earth, literally. (laughs) And, uh, I think, I think welcoming people into their own experience of whatever that possibility is for them, uh, you know, on, on December 21st is like the open invitation to just do what is right for you where like it's so easy again to follow somebody who is the guru or the Mm know-all but again coming back to just understanding that you know what's best for you you know what is aligned for you and that it's there the possibilities of something is there for you if you want it and I love the idea of it just being an energy that people are focused on and thank god that it's light right and it's Mm -hmm. joyful and it's full of possibilities rather than where we've been so 
that really resonated. That really made a lot of sense for me. And it takes a lot of the pressure off, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of pressure to like make it magical and mystical. And then again, when you're forcing that experience, you likely never have it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, while we have you here, I was wondering if you could maybe channel a message for us. You, if it mm-hmm. feels like you want to open the Akashic records for, could you open the Akashic records for the 21st? Can you do something yeah. like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That we can for cool. like the collective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can do, do it, it for, yeah, I can do it for like whoever's listening. Okay. You know, so whether it's on the 21st or later, like, you know, when you're listening to this, like you'll, you'll be receiving the message of whatever you need to receive. Yeah. You know, like I love it, it. that's another thing about the Akashic records that can be hard to explain. It's like, there is no such thing as time. Right. So <laughs> it's like the 21st. Well, yes, but also it's just, there is no such thing. Like there yeah. is no time. Right. <laughs> it right. doesn't exist. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Let me, uh, okay. Give me just a second to tune in. I did, um, I did tune in this morning on set the frequencies just in case you wanted me to do this. So it should be easy to get there. So we do acknowledge the forces of light asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. O Holy Spirit of God, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to the work at hand. Help me to know the listeners of inner guidance daily in the light of the Akashic records, to see the listeners of inner guidance daily through the eyes of the lords of the records, and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion the masters, teachers, and loved ones of the listeners of inner guidance daily have for them. Help me to know the listeners of inner guidance daily in the light of the Akashic records, to see the listeners of inner guidance daily through the eyes of the lords of the records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of the listeners of inner guidance daily have for them. The records are now open. You are here because you know that the truth comes from within you. You have followed this thread that has brought you here at this exact moment because you know that the truth and the guidance comes from within you. You have found your way here because you know that you must trust what comes from within you. You look out and you see and you receive through your eyes and you receive through your ears and still you know that it all must move through the filter of you and your inner being and through that filter you know to trust what comes from within it is a practice You are here because you know it is a practice and you are here because you want to practice more. You are here because you want to get more confident in trusting what comes from within. That is all that we have to say to you 
is you must trust the messages from within. You must trust whatever you call your inner voice, whatever you call your inner guidance. You can call it your intuition. You can call it your soul. You can call it your heart. You can call it your mind if you want to. It really doesn't matter what name you give it. The name helped you to find your way to this place. The name, the title helped you to find your way to remembering, to trust. When you are born, when you are a baby, when you are a newborn, you trust from within completely. There is no doubt in any way. You never doubt what you need. You never doubt your yes and you never doubt your no. You know what is good for you and right for you and correct for you. And you know what is also bad for you and wrong for you and incorrect for you. And you never question. So why do you question now? Why do you question now? Take this opportunity. Take this time of light, of energy, of possibility, of hope. And like you're standing under a waterfall of warm, flowing water. You can choose to stand under the waterfall and be completely covered by the warm water. You can choose to just put part of your body into the water stream. It is up to you how much of this hope, how much of this light, how much of this possibility you take for yourself. There is enough for everyone. There is enough for everyone. I'd like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I'd like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Thank you so much for doing that. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. The message that really stood out was you must trust the messages from within. Mm -hmm. Like I think so many of us need to hear this now, tomorrow, forever, every day. <laughs> every day, every second of every day. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for doing that. I just, I'm always in awe of people who can, you know, just tap in to truly trusting from what's within, right? Mm -hmm. And then having the courage and the bravery to just find the words of what you know within and then make these audible sounds, send them out into the world for people to that hear this frequency. Like we forget it's a frequency coming back. And these land, mm -hmm. these words are landing in a frequency that like resonates with our souls, resonates with our beings and our spirits and it lights up something within us to then continue moving down the journey of searching for whatever we're searching for or sharing whatever we're sharing. And I'm always in awe. Like, it's like, what? That's the coolest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel. I mean, I feel that you have like with 
this podcast, naming it inner guidance daily, like it's so, it's such a beacon for people to be like, oh yeah, inner guidance. Like it's not outside of me. Like, okay, yes, I'm going to listen to this podcast, but everything that comes through your podcast is like, it's just to help you realize you know, what is within you to trust what is within you to realize yes. that the greatest teacher and the greatest guide is within you. Yes. All the yeses. Yes, yes, yes. I think, yeah, right. <laughs> the single most important things we can ever do in life is trust ourselves. Oh, yes. Like that's what it's going to come down to. Do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself? over and over and over again. And it's a practice. Trust me. I, I, I live it daily. Like, you know, trusting mm -hmm. what I'm hearing, what I'm receiving, the messages, the communication, the experiences. And you open this show actually saying, uh, you know, you are responsible for your life and this mm -hmm. is it, right? You have to trust yourself mm -hmm. and take responsibility for your life and, you know, trust the messages from within. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have gratitude for the people and the things that show up in your life that you're like, ugh, ugh, because oh, yeah. it just gives you the opportunity to trust yourself and be like, okay, this is my, this is me. This is my piece. You know, like it's mm -hmm. not anyone else. Like it's all you. It's all from within you. It's all you. Yep. I know. That's a, that's something we hear often. And sometimes we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But then, you know, to like integrate that and live it, it's really all you, like the experience you're having is you. It's within all yours. It's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corinne, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for taking mm. time out of your day to be part of inner guidance daily. And, um, I'm really grateful for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for subscribing to Inner Guidance Daily. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Do it. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, I would love it if you could leave a review. It helps to reach more people and it helps to shape the podcast. I look at every single review and I listen to all the feedback. If you feel like this podcast is beneficial to you, I would love it if you would pass it along to anybody else that you think would benefit from this information. One last thing. If you're on Instagram, please let me know. Follow me at innerrebel.co. Tag me when you listen to this episode or to this podcast. Let me know what you think. I'm so grateful to know you. I'm so grateful to be serving this community. Thank you so much for tuning into Inner Guidance Daily, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.